Uh, what's up, dudes? Welcome. This is your co-host Zach, joined by Garrett. Uh, Brayden is back here today, and we've got a special guest, Luke. <laughs> Welcome to the show, <laughs> my man. Hi guys, how's it going today? Great. I'm honored, honestly. Yeah, I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> we actually had guests. <laughs> People actually want to do it with us. I don't, I don't know if they've been listening, but uh, I don't know. Maybe, I'm, I'm, uh, maybe not anymore. Welcome to uh, week two of the NFL season. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's any headlines that we wanted to, to start out with. Uh, anything that led up to this week in fantasy and last game's actions. Well, Zach, you said right away we wanted to talk about Peyton and Eli. Okay, sure. So, we haven't Let, heard this, yeah. any of this yet. Enlighten, well, enlighten us, my we, we record these shows on Monday, so we don't get to watch the game with audio. We're not paying attention to it too much. But Peyton and Eli do a side-by-side commentating of the game um, on ESPN. And they're just kind of shooting the shit and talking football from like a high level. Really funny, really cool. Um, best way to watch the game. But one of my old coworkers was a really weird guy, and he asked me if I wanted Eli Manning's phone number, and I said <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't I want Eli Manning's phone number? Okay. So keep it in the background, you know, just in case you needed something. Right? Yeah, I was just thinking, should we like shoot him a text and ask him to say something on air tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Ask him for a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he'll, he'll, he'll want to come on the show. We'll, we'll live join the broadcast yeah, with him and yeah. Peyton. <laughs> we're we're going to call the game that's going on right now, and he's totally going to reply to your text. <laughs> it, it, listen, if there was a Monday night game to do it, it's probably this one. True. You know? It could end up being a, a snooze fest. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well bring on a. This other fantasy football podcast. <laughs> Can we just lead with like, how the hell did you pull it off twice? Can we just like, can we just pull, lead with the the two Super Bowls? Like, how the heck did? You... <laughs> oh, yeah. we're drawing up questions for Eli. Yeah. <laughs> we can't fire shots at him. We're trying to build a friendship. Okay, cool it, Braden. We can't immediately <laughs> pick on Eli. We want him to be our real first special guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <Yeah. laughs> you start hard. It's like good cop, bad cop. But you start with the bad cop, and then you go. I'm just kidding, at Eli. Will you come on the show? And works every time. Draws him in. All right. So goals for you guys: get Eli Manning on the pod. Yep. Um, it's number one. Let me know when it's check. Yep. Yeah. Should be this week or next. Yeah. yeah. We'll tell him we film on Mondays. Yeah. He'll he'll understand. Okay. <laughs> you can call us during halftime. Right. I mean, we can always report what he says next week too, though. Great. Exactly. <laughs> You can always report back. So, look forward to having Eli on the podcast soon. Um, next. <laughs> um, I think we kind of, we try to cover what we think might happen in waivers for the upcoming week. So, um, I mean, Elijah Mitchell was a big name, and then there was some wide receivers and whatnot, but I don't know if anyone really broke the bank on the budget and if it really paid off in the first week after waivers. Right. Um, yeah. Mike Williams. Mike Williams was, was, that was Mike Williams was probably worth it. That was yeah, a great, great target. I, I spent mm-hmm. like twenty two percent fab on it, um, but like 
totally worth I was it. very happy with I, the first week after. I, I think I bid 18 on him, and I was the second highest. Yeah, you. Were, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. I uh, I saw it, you know, I put in 13 because I just thought everyone would be kind of like, oh, it was just a one-off blip maybe, and I, you know, and then Gary came in with the 22, and now I wish I would have I thrown him out more, for me, sure. Me and for Gary. Williams? Yeah. yeah. For Mike Williams, he, yeah. He could be an every week starter, potentially. He's a great target. Um, obviously, Keenan Allen is like a, a possession hound. Mm-hmm. That dude is all over it. Um, but he's a real, like, especially touchdown threat, especially, I think. He stretches the field very well, and... Um, yeah, I mean, he's shown to be a favorite of Herbert, so... Yeah, he was a first-rounder, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always, he just never had, like, the X volume role. It's so weird. And then he falls... You know, he always just gets hurt, too. So right. It's something he never got in a rhythm or something. It's weird, but... I, I targeted Ingram. Mark, Mark Ingram? Yeah, and uh, he had a lackluster week. I mean, he was on my bench, but... Right. Yeah, I mean, but... Houston is going to have a lot of lackluster weeks the rest of the year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he still got 16 carries, though, so That's it's true. like it's yeah. a good emergency... You know, a couple yeah. weeks where the team is going to run well, he's probably going to be the guy to score. Right. But... Also, Zach, uh, now that's interesting that you say that because just last week you were on the Mark Ingram train. Well, yeah, you had like twenty-eight carries and two <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> uh, if if they had winning game scripts like they dominated Jacksonville, if they could show promise of offense, I mean, they sort of did against the Browns, who are pretty good. Right. I mean, they also lost Tyrod though for a few weeks. They now. did lose. Tyrod. So we'll get into that later, but yeah. So that happened too. Uh, yeah. Brady. Yeah. Got anybody? Uh so. Upcoming for this this week's waivers sure. or just whoever we were. What waiver we guys last week? Oh well, I mean I picked up Elijah Mitchell in our league. Um, obviously, you know it was encouraging. Got 17 carries. Didn't do much with him. Did he get hurt? He got hurt. He got the stinger. They said he's day to day. I think out of the three he, running backs, like I heard he got yeah, the least that's hurt. So weird. <laughs> so three running backs getting hurt in one game. And then ten minutes of Running back got out for season the yeah. previous game. He just walks out. He's just like he's missing a leg. Like he just goes out there. He's going for it. No, but it's crazy. It's like a massacre in that backfield. But um, yeah, I mean, you got to be excited that they seem to commit to one back almost fully. Even though he didn't do much with it, it seems like he's the guy unless uh, Jeff Wilson gets back soon. Well, that's right. when it gets crazy, which yeah. I feel like one of you guys made a move for Garrett Guy. I stashed I, him in uh, both big leagues of ours. Everyone yeah. beat Smart. me to yeah. it in all my leagues with that, and I was like, what? why wasn't I thinking? I was just thinking about the next couple weeks, and yeah. I was like, I didn't even yeah. look, and it's like, yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, I feel like by and large with everyone I talked to or like read about that, that Mitchell was kind of like, the guy everyone was full sending on. Right. And, like, going forward in the season, you know, Trey Sermon and, yeah, Wilson, like, that could change. That situation could change at any time, and somebody mm-hmm. might have thrown a lot of their, you know, money at the, at him or whatever, and it might have <laughs> long term. But, yeah. you know, if you get a couple of good weeks out of him, I mean, at the very least, he's good trade. Like value, yep. you gotta go Good for point. the lead dog and the. You got it. You got it. Yeah. yeah. If you see there's a chance, it's it's worth a good amount of foul. And they were committed to when he was in, so that was good at least. But we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um. Other maybe injuries in week one that happened. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was pretty rough. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. a lot of quarterbacks hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tua got hurt. Andy Dalton. Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles. <laughs> well, like, how, many more, how many more joys does he have to sprain? Like, it's, it's, it's two sprained ankles right now. And then Tyrod, we just heard today, is like, oh, multiple, multiple weeks is what it was reported. That was too bad. I love Tyrod yeah. Taylor. 
That guy just has like the worst luck. Like, didn't he, he have a punctured lung oh, last year? Last year with the Chargers, that was so brutal. And he always gets like overtaken by a rookie, and he's like <laughs> actually playing good, and then he just like gets rushed again. Poor guy. Maybe it's in his contract that they like need to like hurt him, so he only yeah. has to play one game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really weird contract. Genius. Dude, not his agent. He, you know? get, like, Otherwise, he was bringing the NFL down. Right. He was going to be like, guys, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm really that good, but I can play good for one game. <laughs> so, like, just keep giving me these big one-year contracts to be your main backup. Right, exactly. Well, well it wasn't an injury, but my feelings got hurt over Trevor Lawrence. Um, I thought he was going to, or he still can be really good, but I was really hoping for Trevor Lawrence to come out just hot. I figured the Jaguars were going to be down a lot in games and that he'd just be slinging the ball around the field. And the first week, he had a lot of interceptions, but he had a lot of touchdowns. and Promise. Yeah. And you're like, you know, maybe you clean that up a little bit first week in the offense. However, last week did not go so well. My teams are on the cusp of, of death this week. So. Uh-oh. Um, but that's okay. It just feels like <laughs> baptism by fire for him out there. Like, I feel like Urban Meyer's just thrown him to the dogs. Like, all right, figure it out. Was, that a, was that a religious pun? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> He's our religious pun guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Did you get in? Let's go. Hey, we're going, baby. We're going distance this week. Yeah, we got that a tie ball no, game, 7-7 seven, seven here. The Lions and the Packers. Yep. Anyone want to call like a, a breakout player from this game? A breakout player. Yeah, I mean, I, we listen back. Uh, to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we just name the entire Packers offense? Yeah. I gotta say, I'm a little bit cheating because I'm seeing what's happening right now, and so I've seen the good quarter. But I think Quintus Cephas. Oh, um, now you say that. We got a touchdown. I wonder if he's gonna have a fantasy relevant day. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's it's even more than that though. I have you know even last year I was kind of stashing Cephas at one point because like they're gonna have no wide receivers. Like what's gonna happen? He's a fourth round pick, but I think he's a decent dart throw at least in uh, in dynasty. Yeah. My cousin just texted me who I'm playing against in fantasy this uh-huh. week in our money league in the family, and I have Aaron Jones going, and she has Devontae Adams going, and uh, it's a close game. Ooh. She was up. But now I'm up, I think. Yeah, I've got and, a uh, and she said it's going to be a nail biter. So shouts out, to, <laughs> shouts out to Christy. I love you, but I hope you lose hard. <laughs> He's been yeah. talking so much shit this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you we got more on the line now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, week one was uh, interesting. Zach Wilson. Oh. Second coming of Nathan Peterman. I no, mean, not, not actually. Not, yeah. I think he's actually better than that. But that's a pretty that's a pretty rough performance. Didn't three he picks in the first half, and then a pick on his first drive in the second. Yeah, half. he was he was two for five in the game with three picks. Was it the most picks out, yeah. before five or for, with five completions? Some random Peterman. like <laughs> cherry pick stat. <laughs> like four or five in a row. Yeah, Peterman. Was oh, I remember Fitzpatrick do like seven one time too. He might have been seven in the game. Oh my god! I don't know. You're destined for dog shit if you're on the Jets. So you are, yeah. No, but that that, that was that was one of the surprises. I mean, I've been just in love with Corey Davis, and he, he showed up for me week one. But now it's like, whew, it's some yeah. uh, rough quarterback play. You is is Barrios the slot guy? Because it seemed like he got a lot of targets, and I was wondering if he like if Wilson. I didn't see the game, but I was wondering if he felt like. 
choked a little bit and couldn't throw it deep to Davis and had to like check down a lot. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't catch the game much either, but it's Bill Belichick and he saw the big week Corey Davis had week one and said, We're not gonna let that guy beat us. That's that's true. I mean he he is facing <laughs> and then Bill. They didn't. And then they didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude has to go against that's Bill true. Belichick that's in true. his second career start. Like that's poor guy. That's yeah. not, that's not an easy task. And you know then that they took away Corey Davis. Mm. That's one hundred percent who he's probably focusing on. So you know, I was inspired by your um you had a passionate, you know, thing about Corey Davis. Oh, I was listening on my way down to Wisconsin <laughs> for a bachelor party, and uh, I was really getting the feels over Garrett's love yes. for Corey Davis. It was it was deep. Yeah. It was <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. And Zach said the smile in my uh, the smile yeah. I had a look in my eye. Yeah, that was like cool. the first time. Yeah, the wedding. That was good. That was the good. wedding. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car and I was driving. I was like. I bet you. I bet you he does. Like, I, was there. I gotta say, I was in a, on the plane from Arkansas on a work trip, and I was listening back to this podcast because you know I gotta make sure quality control when I'm out of town. Like I gotta check in on these guys and make sure they're crushing it, which they were. And and uh, and Zach came in with that line. I started cracking up in like a dead silent plane. And I just couldn't. And I was just like, oh my god, it's incredible. Oh, man, it's good. Yeah, it's cool. so true. It's so true. And then I guess Devonta Smith was my guy, and he blew up week one, Oof. just like Corey Davis, yeah. and then Nada in week two. There's a lot, like uh, Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott. Uh, Dude, Dak lost me the match this week. We'll get into that later, too. Dak also. Um, yeah. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, man, they had there were some pretty rough ones. Um, we're going to get into some more week one stuff a little bit later, but uh, let's talk about the Vikes. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just stop? Let me skip yeah. this one. Now. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I'd rather come in and talk to you about that game than I did the uh, Bengals game. One hundred percent agreed. We, it, it was, was fun a, to watch. We weren't expecting to win. It was a much game. better football team that showed up. Yeah, oh about a hundred less and, penalty yards. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For real. And uh, I mean, Kirk looked great. And Kirk looks great in like three games a year. Zach has uh, gone from. I was a Kirk, Kirk diehard like fan. I remember. I remember. Now I'm a Kirk hater. And okay. uh, burn it, burn it to the ground. Oh, there's, he, there's no in between. Is your stock rising a little bit after the first two weeks? None. It's gone backwards. <laughs> I saw more flaws in Kirk's game yesterday than I saw good things. I thought like I was. He, so he has like a tendency and a and a kind of a reputation of like being nervous in the big moments and not performing in the big moment. But he looked very composed. He Two came out. He, he came out on the field and like he got it done. He did. I have to say right now is honestly some of the most encouraging play that I've ever I, seen from Kirk's first I, I two games. Actually, like in his whole Vikings career, like he's actually taken those moments when he sees them to get out of the pocket. Like he looked. I was like, you know, what, what is this? Von Kyler? I, 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 yeah, I am going to say. <laughs> Um, in particular, that game. Yeah. Totally. Um, the, the the Bengals game, he looked good. His, okay. st- his stats were great. Yeah. But he was like, agreed. Yeah. Fairly he mediocre fell over in the pocket. Yeah. 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 He, a lot of sacks were his fault. But yeah, I mean, that was like a massive improvement. We're like, agreed. Kirk's yeah. mobile. Why is he not moving? And then this game, he gets a 35 yard run. Yeah. He gets. He, he actually moved out of the pocket. Yep. He looked much better than he did in week one. That sidearm that side toss to Jeff Jefferson was super nice. And I was like, what is he. Like, I, I, in the past, I would be not feeling good if he was doing that. And he just threw a perfect dime to him. And he was, like, trusting his guys. Like, for a waiver guy, KJ, KJ Osborne, Osborne, man. Mm-hmm. 
had a great game and and like went down the stretch was you know relied upon and like it's kind of nice that we have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson on the outside so that KJ Osborne has the opportunity for that but at, in the big moments you don't usually go to your guy who hasn't really started any games mm-hmm. yeah and he had some really nice plays down the stretch yeah along with that huge touchdown to the end of the game I, so. I, I think that he is the biggest surprise for me on the Vikings so far absolutely we um we didn't we, talk him up we didn't no um the podcast but I know that he was getting some good praise in camp sure so it was like and he okay, was practicing with the ones yeah all year he might be good um but I wasn't expecting much like I thought Didi might take him over but yeah not after that punt return yesterday uh, huge surprise that one was that was brutal that yeah, was ter- a terrible play terrible terrible <laughs> 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 he shouldn't have even caught it <laughs> his other right. punt returns were good though he, his other punt to, returns were really fair, good yeah, yeah. but it, that one was just so bad <laughs> he did not make up for it no well, I thought the Vikings, I was really nervous about us. We were usually terrible next to the goal line. We were, like, very predictable. And I actually liked the plays they called with their, like, I know we didn't get very far on the field, but, like, initially I was really nervous that, like, oh, we're up by two. This looks like a safety. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that sounds like a Vikings, uh, you know, narrative. But yeah. uh, I, I thought the play call in there was good. Um, and, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Ballsy to throw out of there, but yeah. oh my good to see. Yeah, that was that was a big game-changing play for us. But I want to harp on Kirk a little bit. Sure, we'll give you your opportunity to talk. Um, and the, say that the, we started out 0 for 5 on third down. We did. Oh, so down if we didn't have a surgical drive and you get a first down every other play, yeah. um, or you don't just get a long touchdown, like, we weren't converting third downs. Agreed. It was, like, highly was, efficient. Yeah, we started one for biggest, nine. That was the biggest, probably, like, red flag slash hole yesterday was our third down conversion. And, and Kirk's decision-making, when we're down by two points with two and a half minutes to go on third and six, went for a three-yard check down, incomplete pass, we have to punt. Thankfully, our defense got a huge stop, and then thankfully... Kirk made nice throws and led us down the field the second try that he had to do it. But our offense stalled out a lot except for that last drive that everyone remembers. So so they, they did. But, I mean, teams make second-half adjustments. Yeah, Dalvin just wasn't as effective. I think he, he was definitely banged was up hurt. for yeah. a full quarter there, and he's still our running back. Like, you're probably not going to produce much in that situation. But, I don't know. I'd say maybe the three of us, just based on how we're talking – Optimistic after a, after a loss this week. Like yeah. Just yeah, I mean, I laughed when we missed the field goal because it was so typical. poetic. Yeah. Like, oh, we haven't even gotten to that yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first time we blacked that one out. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like that's what's such a bummer is that like even the first week, like I was I was, I was with a bunch of Packer fans this weekend in, in Wisconsin for a bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they love to just talk, even though they got absolutely wrecked. Yeah, and I rem- I reminded them that too, but um. <laughs> Like, we played a terrible, terrible game against the Bengals, and we still, like, should have won that game. Somehow, right. Should have won that game. And, like, I think it says a lot about how talented we are. And then this week, we were playing a really good uh, like, team. I think overrated on defense slightly. They have a really good pass rush and nothing else. Yeah. But their offense is elite, dynamic. Yeah. Top, top, top three. And, sure. uh, and uh, I thought we, like, 
deserve I'll, to win. I played them. Yeah. yeah, like straight up. I'm worried about this secondary right now. That's the thing. My one area of concern yeah. that I'm a little. I do think uh, we did lock it down the second half when Cameron Dancer came in over Bashad Breeland. Such a massive huge upgrade. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's but our pass rush was also getting there. I think that I think it was truly a lesson needed to be learned from Cam, Mm -hmm. from Zimmer. Like Zimmer was trying to teach him something. Doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he he was an active, healthy scratch last week. Yeah. Like. And, and then, so, but now he plays great when he comes out. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. It's interesting. Love and, to see and it. And Nick Vigil. Nick oh, Vigil, the star man. of the game. Let's do Stepping in and making plays. Dude, yeah. he, played, he, was, he played good against the Bengals, too. Yeah. He, he might have been our best defender. He could be our best free agent signing. <laughs> For sure. I, Eric Wilson subbing. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> like, la- I mean, last year, though, Wilson was making plays all over the field, too, like, yeah. randomly. And it was like, I thought you sucked. Like, yeah, I, I thought it was funny, though, just going back to KJ for a second. I think it's just funny how in his two games, actually getting time, he already did has been just way better than Laquan Treadwell. It was like a first-round draft pick. Yeah. Like, that's just insane to me. Like, I'd okay. love to see it. I mean, it did take KJ a year. Yeah, he was... Yeah. But, but it's just fun It's fun to see that, like, improvement. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I saw some, like, just off-season workout videos of, like, him, like, training with, like... Stephon Diggs, Diggs Justin yeah. Jefferson, yeah. and like a few other guys. And it's yeah. like, okay, like cool. this guy's trying pretty right. hard. Like, yeah. And just the fact that he's earning those targets where Laquan Treadwell probably, <laughs> like, the res- total reception total of his first two years in the league equals what KJ Osborne's probably done in the first two yeah. games. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like, not. I think he's out of the NFL. He's, he's he in Jacksonville. Yeah, he was activated to their roster week two. No way. From the practice room. Treadwell, Laquan. Treadwell. Just becomes a stud over there. Just <laughs> Before we on from the Vikings, what do you think are like um, kind of key points, like places where the Vikings need to hit next week against Seattle? Like what specifically? The quarterback. Uh, I think if uh, Daniel like Hunter gets three times. Like pass rush. Yeah, I think if that's – the key to Vikings success any year if we have a really good pass rush then we're probably gonna have a really good team yeah so well, and, and and we have something in the middle now like last year our biggest issue was we didn't have anything in the middle we yeah. run over all over the place but let's, let's not pretend like we didn't give up 35 points though yeah they're right like, but Kirk, Kirk, Kyler made like so many unbelievable plays that Russ is also totally capable of making but like uh, yeah. I think Kyler is like the expert he's the best in the NFL at that right now sure he made all the the, play, the plays break down all the coverage like, ah. he would just run around and tell he was so crazy we had defenders right there like his arms were right there and he has such quick feet he just like escaped from it and was able to scramble away, and then and the coverage broke down. And he was able to make massive plays. He's like a jackrabbit back there. Yeah, it's insane. I feel like, but he has a tendency or a history of like making mistakes in those moments, <laughs> sure. especially yeah. especially downfield. He yeah. did make a mistake, and well, and but he also made some crazy throws and stuff like that. Right. Where Russell Wilson is kind of the king of when a play breaks down of making the right throw. Yeah, I'm nervous. So, the thing is, these quarterbacks we're talking about, and then last night's game with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, those elite quarterbacks can make plays happen, like, out of nowhere, and right. Kirk Cousins can't ever do no, that. No, we, 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 we understand that. We get yeah. that. So, you, you think the whole season hinges on Kirk being that, or we're not going to be good? If Kirk's himself, even with games like these, it's still on him. At least we can be happy about our offensive line play yesterday. I feel like that got under harped. It yeah. did. They, they were a massive improvement. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. Um, Especially against both two dominant. Yeah. yeah. Five sack 
week one. Also, Kirk Cross Kevin ball, Jones. quick. Yeah. Sorry not to keep bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that, that's another thing that Kirk mm. took the sixth mouse of his career or something like that. Like, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. No. But no, the, the line looks really good. Dude, Very improved. I just got to throw out this one more for Kirk. Down the stretch last year, I mean, he was a QB6, you know, at that one point, it was that, that top 10 quarter, that last, half of, quarter, year, that yeah, last yeah. half of the year. So he can go on those stretches. It's just, um, God, he started out so bad at the beginning of last year. But hopefully that now this year, it's He's since better. he's starting off a little better, maybe he can build on the moment. It hasn't looked like his fault yet. Right. <laughs> he's better for fantasy than he is in real life, and he's just right in the middle there. It's fine. Put it on his resume. It's so interesting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the weeks have not changed my opinion that strongly. I don't, I didn't like, like Kirk at switch. all last year. Oh, I, I didn't gave up on Kirk last year. We started one and five. Oh, and he was I the worst too. quarterback, and I never took him back, and I still haven't taken him back. If he, wow. if he, if he wins two playoff games this year, I'm a Kirk pessimist as well. It'll be a Kirk. I've actually been again. very impressed with his play uh, in like comparison to past play. Yeah, okay. I mean he's a top ten quarterback. Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, just one score thoughts on the game upcoming week yeah, against Seattle. I, I want a prediction. I yeah. think that we win. We're a really good home team, and it's our first home game. And the I, fans are gonna be lit. We haven't I played Seattle bet. at home in front of fans in what like thirty 10 years. years? <laughs> yeah, probably t- fifteen like years. 10. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. So I think that we'll get our first win of the season at home. Where we, the Vikings' record at U.S. Bank Stadium is. Honestly, like maybe top three in the NFL, if not right. top like 49, 46, or what do you think? <laughs> no, like <laughs> legitimately like thirty and five. Oh, I mean, like, like we're like score, in, in, no, no, no. Like we have like thirty wins <laughs> right. and five losses at home in the last whatever three really? years. Wow. Like a dominant home team. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a shootout if we do win. Um, I'm I'm optimistic, but I'm a little nervous about just Russ against. So 49 defense. I think it's going to have to be a slugfest, not a slugfest, a shootout. I've got a, I've got a question about the Seahawks receivers, because I think it's going to be a shootout, too. I don't know who's better between DK and Tyler Lockett, and I'm pretty sure it's Tyler Lockett's the better receiver. He might be the more complete receiver right now. For sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. He got paid. DK will get his, though. He will. Oh, he for sure will. Dynasty, DK is still probably the number one wide receiver out there right now. But in redraft, I might rather have Lockett Dude, this year. He's, uh, I'm, I'm loving Deontay's been really good to me, but mm-hmm. I'm still haunting me, man. That Tyler Lockett right now, especially like that's he was a fifth, would be he was a fifth round stud in every draft. He was, he was a late draft. third for me, no oh, matter yeah. what. Like I'm getting him at the three four. Turn. I got him in three drafts. Yeah, so I was pumped that's, about that. Wide receiver, that's wide receiver two in like three drafts, and I was like, let's go. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of guys that were late like that that have shown up so far. I mean, well, I'm thinking of Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Cooper, um, is he the the alpha there now? Like, I not yeah. sound the total so, on Robert Woods. But I, it seems I, like he's lost some volume. Yeah, I was a huge Robert Woods uh, like supporter coming into redraft, and it's funny how opinions keep changing too. Like yeah. after two weeks, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like. Cooper Cup was the main focal point of that offense when Goff was there. Yeah. We just thought like bringing in a better quarterback in Stafford. He probably goes outside more. Yeah, I think Cooper Cup's just that good. He is. Yeah, like, I, I think that these quarterbacks are hurt. like, I'm gonna go to this guy because like they just use him super creatively in the offense. Yeah, a modern Jordy Nelson. He's in. He's I, I, that I, best. I be better. Like, can't even discuss Packers yeah, no. in a good light. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I'll find another comp. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> just doesn't compute right now. <laughs> um, I was I was super high on Tyler Higby with the Rams too this year, um, and he was going super super late. I thought he could be a he had a strong week one. Yeah, he had a strong week one. You know, whatever week two, but I think I don't know. Matt Stafford has always given his tight ends like some action, and yeah. I, I thought like having a lot of attention on the outside would give him a lot of opportunities in the middle. So. We'll see if that pays off. We gotta keep doing our score for two, or prediction. Sorry, yeah. No, no, oh, okay. for the Seattle Vikings yeah. game, then we'll then, wrap then, it up. Then we'll go on. We'll to, get right to, back into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, get right back into it. So yeah, I'll say thirty-one twenty-seven. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're you're, you're probably pretty close. So yeah, thir- I'd say thirty-four twenty-four, Vikes. Thirty-four twenty-four Vikes. I'm gonna say. I might even say. Forty-one thirty-three. I, I feel like if Vikings, I might I might go all in. I feel like this Ooh. is gonna be a. I love it. I think it's gonna have to be a, if if I want the Vikings to win, it's gonna have to be a big one. A big. I was gonna go to like forty-two, yeah, like around there somewhere. It's pulled up of me. Yeah. No, I, I like Price that. Strong, guys. Yeah. We, wow. we're, we're all very very high <laughs> Super on the Vikings. Vikings offense. Kirk's throwing like seven tutties. Yeah. <laughs> Call it right here. <laughs> No, first first game at home with fans again. That yeah, like Zach said, that place is going to be super loud. It depends how the ground game goes in the first quarter. That's yeah. what I think. If, it will. If, if it's if it's working, it'll be a lower scoring game, and if yeah. it's not, it won't. Sure. And let's hope that Dan is but, the answer. Ooh. Let's go. You heard the answer. Here first. Seven tutties. Dantzler is the answer. Something like something J Rock would say after our park yeah. I love that. Well, now I lost where we were on before that. Should have wrote it down. Now we're good. <laughs> Audio evidence. Um, any other fantasy relevant players that we want to talk about from week one? Week one or week two? Or sorry, week two. Ooh. Marquise Brown is not surprising me. Great. I wrote, wrote him away. off. I completely wrote him off of in like all fantasy. We, we own him in best ball, Garrett. Yes, we do. And our team's in first place. Still, let's go. We're <laughs> killing it. <laughs> Just need twelve more weeks, and then we're right next to two hundred thousand dollars. I've been also uh, Daryl Henderson has been surprised. He got hurt, so so they took over and looked good after that. But when he he, they've been committing to him one hundred percent. He's been doing great with his opportunities. He stays healthy. I was pretty worried about this after the Sony Michelle trade. I didn't think that Sony would one hundred percent take over the backfield. He might have a chance right now, but he might have a chance. Yeah, that's Um, but it's not like Daryl's like bad. So like, if Daryl's healthy, I don't think that. It's going to be a big change. Daryl. Sony will definitely get uh, a few carries, though. Yeah, for sure. Gronkowski being yeah, tight Gronk. end two. Gronk. League winning tight end. Gronk needs to be talked about, for I, sure. I added him in, in... If he was on free agency, I added him in every single league I was in. And it worked out pretty well week two. Definitely. What did the Antonio Brown did after the huge week yeah, last yeah. week? We'll get, we'll get to those. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Monster week. Oh, yeah, we got to get about that. Was yeah. about that. Dude, yeah. good for him. Talked yeah. about it with the Broncos guy it. today. Yeah. We were pumped about Croton Sutton. You were a believer. I, I, I was a believer, yeah. Um, I, I paid a little bit for him in our like dynasty startup. Not much. I just like. It was the guy you targeted? Yeah. That, that, that was somebody I, I wanted to walk out with one of those two receivers, him or Judy. And now, obviously, Judy got like ACL that we talked about last week, which sucks, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's I mean, high ankle sprain. Yeah, high like, ankle sprain. That's right. So it's like six to eight weeks. It's like, so a, it's like a lower ACL. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just a lower ACL. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I got I gotta be honest, I got scared off by like the preseason news that he was a little tentative on his routes with the knee and every, or what was it the knee? Or yeah, was it the yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah, I got yeah. scared away and looking dumb now. Um, yeah. um, I was gonna say two guys that both have looked good, but I don't know if you guys are totally sold on them yet. Give me your quick opinions on um, Rondale Moore. Ooh. And um, Tony Pollard. Can I say one more? Sure. Cordero Patterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. These three together. I, 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 think, I think Cordero's. I think they're the, all very similar. I think he's the third. Yeah. Kind of by a clear margin. Sure, but he. It's crazy what he was able to do receiving wise too, and he might be like you know he might be relevant too. He could be relevant. Again. He's getting more and more carries and more and more targets. And they don't. Have, I don't know if he'll ever fully take over on the running probably, side. Probably not. They yeah. don't have weapons there. Right. That they that work like. Calvin Ridley's getting shut down because he's the only guy they can cover, and then Kyle Pitts does a little bit, but then you know, they have no number three option. What happened to this offense? Like, what's up with Matt Ryan? They sound, it looks like when I look at the stats, it's like they're dinking and dunking. It looks like they're not even making big plays or anything. Have you guys been? Like, they I, they I, hired Tennessee's offensive coordinator, but they the <laughs> biggest I mean, Ryan Tannehill. You know, he he would throw some bombs. To eight, you know, yeah, but they had a run game established, yeah, and he yeah. can't establish a run game yeah. in Atlanta. No, that's true. That's totally I just true. couldn't believe Rondell Moore is so much shorter than Kyler Murray. He's yeah, tiny. I didn't believe in him. He's but so he, small. I I was gonna say that I think that it's legit. Like you don't earn you don't earn eight targets like that as a rookie unless it's legit. Like like. It's just like with running backs as opportunities, wide receivers, you earn those targets. And if you're doing that as a rookie and they're scheming him in and having special plays, like he's legit. They talked he's about fast. that. They, they talked about Rondell Moore as like first round receiver mm-hmm. if he's not five seven. Yeah, like, and if he like, wasn't coming off like two season ending injuries. Right. Like this guy in college dominated. Always. Yeah. Like Purdue, right? Yeah, Purdue. Yeah, just dominated. But yeah, so I'm I'm surprised to see it, obviously. A, a this is quick, but he's very good. Similar background to Stephon Diggs, where he was yeah, a five-star exactly. recruit his freshman year, dominated. And then he hit, Diggs had two ACL tears or something like that. And so he slipped to the fifth round. Yep. Yeah. But Rondale, I don't think his injuries were as severe. Right. Um, but still slipped to the late second round. And he did. Yeah. And I feel like Cliff's one of those coaches that he'll he's not gonna be like, Oh, you're too short, so I'm not gonna scheme you in. Like he's quirky enough, like he'll let like he doesn't care about the, yeah. Does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he doesn't care about the standards and the tradition. Like if like he that. likes a player, I, he's gonna find a way to make him make him uh, focus. I wanna let it be known, I uh, I would not have faith in Rondale Moore the rest of the year yet. Not in redraft. There's too many mouths yeah. to feed in mm-hmm. that offense. Yeah. And uh, but he I, I will say like he is like a big playmaker, so you know he, he might not get like plus five targets a game, but he might break one for a touchdown, and at some point could be you know I don't know. I think he's gonna be a wide option. I think he's gonna be a wide receiver three. I think he's gonna finish uh, pretty solid. He's gonna have those games where he disappears, but um, wouldn't be shocked if he finished in the top thirty just because he'll have three or four games where he gets. You know, big plays. Right. But I think it's the other eleven games that he won't have big plays. Yep. And, and AJ Green got a lot of targets last game, which was he did. Christian yeah. Kirk. And he yeah. Big bo- yeah, I mean that's a really they got good receivers out there. Insane. But yeah. Last but not least is Tony Pollard. I really want yeah to know what to do with him. <laughs> um, I would hold on really tight. Like this guy is getting more and more like looks and touches every game and he looks really good with them not that Zeke is like terrible he had a, actually had a good game this week he did um, but last week 
didn't really. Um, and yeah, I think Tony Pollard is just more like versatile. I think that like, he could actually he, take over this. He gets the better opportunity plays. The outside gets some space. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's not he's not the downhill runner. Oh yeah. So my take on it is he is. It could be. I mean. Not the exact same, but similar to uh, Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara when they were Thunder sure. and Lightning. You know, I think Zeke's still going to get his. He's great in pass protection. Um, you know, he's going to be the. You know, he's still seventy-one percent of snaps if I remember that correctly. Um, and so I think he Pollard's going to get his too. And they're both. I think it could be a chance where you could be starting both of them in big matchups. It could be a chop and hunt kind of thing for sure. Yeah, these are high ceilings they, we're talking they, about for Tony Pollard. No, no, for sure. But he's looked. Looks Cam- apart. Camp was right. everybody a huge fan of Tony Pollard, yeah. saying how much work he was going to get. He's come out and he's looked really good. He, he has to the hole really hard. Like, yeah. nice. He does. I nice. like that. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> um, oh man, Kirk, I can't think about that. <laughs> is there anyone after week two that you're thinking I need to trade for this guy, or this is like I think this guy might have. The biggest rest of the year, maybe like who didn't play that well, or that you think is like just gonna blow up regardless. Um, either just a and guy just, that you you wish was on your team. I mean, I I think I mean this is highly unlikely. This is a top rated player, but if there was any time to even have a shot at getting Alvin Kamara at a somewhat lower price than what he's worth, it would be now. That's true. Um, yeah. But couple bad I games. still believe in him. I think he's gonna bounce back. So I mean, it might be worth trying to throw, you know throw to a, an owner that's feeling shaky, just check it out. But I think most people realize it's, it's a blip in the road. I mean, they had all their coaches gone. What, yeah, what happened to the New Orleans coaches? 12, 12 coaches, I think. Yeah, or 12 yeah, coaches. What were, the f- yeah, yeah. I think that really yeah. played a big part. Like, not saying that Jameis Winston can't still be Jameis Winston, but I, they're going to be a lot better having their coaching staff actually on the field. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, I, think he's, uh, I think he's really going to turn it around and be really good. Um, if you're soft at running back, um, I mean, I don't know what's going to end up like, but like, I feel like you could get a Devin Singletary or Zach Moss for like extremely cheap right now, and maybe not Singletary, not Singletary. Well, he had a week, but I that was one of my favorite plays this week. I benched yeah. Saquon Barkley for Devin Singletary. What in a my bold, and beautiful man right you are, there. and it paid off. But we'll see. Actually, I'm down yeah. by one right now, so. And we got the game. We'll see if it pays off. It's but like Zimmer to Case Keenum. He's like, you got some of these. You got big. One. He's got big ones. That's you know, true. I'm not going to speak on that subject. But <laughs> I was proud of myself. <laughs> I'm happy for you, man. But yeah, I feel like you can get like Zach Moss for nothing right now, and, yep. we'll, and we'll see how he actually gets incorporated into the offense. He was going into the season, people were really like, they thought he was the lead back. He there. was the guy. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And, I don't and, know. It's a super high-powered offense, so if he is going to get all the goal line carries and still get, you know, 40 to 60 yards, that's definitely rosterable back that's super cheap right now. Super cheap. And, yeah, it didn't really fit the criteria of, like, guy I want on my team for all year to win this, win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you were really weak at running back, it'd be a really easy get um, for, like, nothing. So Yeah. I don't know about guys like that deep down, but obviously we're talking about, like, just – what we've seen so far, but like Allen Robinson, I would buy hard right now. Like I think that's such a good value rest of the season. I think Justin Fields is probably going to take over once he has a week to prepare and kind of like do everything he needs to do. I don't think he um, looked that accurate in his first big amount. Oh, he playing. didn't. Yeah, yeah, he played this week and, and really didn't look that great. Um, but I don't think that necessarily suggests he's not going to be 
really good. So. Yeah. What do we think about like the Denver backfield too? That's really interesting. Right Is Javante now, I think Javante right out snapped him this week. I have Javante. He's in, so much more efficient in our main league. Yeah, and it would take a lot for me to sell him because if you drafted Javante, like that's going to be a guy that you believed in before the season. Right. right. Now that he's showing some promise and some volume Fair early enough. in the season, that's it. Would be hard for me to trade him. Yeah, I guess the one scenario for me, I, I could see just a straight-up 50-50 split unless injury just because um, I could see them. Well, and now they're winning. Never mind, they're 2-0. and oh. I was thinking, like, maybe they try to save them for next year and then while they're figuring out the team. But, like, honestly, they're looking really good. Maybe they might be competing and wanting to use, you know, you know, I don't know. I think I could definitely see it in a world of a 50-50 split, but I could also see Javante just eating and taken over so it's gonna be interesting to watch i think if if melvin continues to play well and javante doesn't have huge game stealing plays it'll still stay 50 50 like it currently is but javante has that ceiling where he could get 70 80 percent because right he really blows up i don't know i've just never been impressed with melvin gordon's like nfl career like i don't think he's ever looked explosive i don't think and they have that a dude who can be that now, and yeah, um, which I capitalized on Melvin Gordon. Uh, Gordon. He was on my team, and I, somebody offered me the trade after week one. Melvin, I traded Melvin Gordon and uh, and Hollywood Brown, which he was popping off to for Calvin Ridley and Chase Edmonds, and I was like, yes, please. Oh, whoa, <laughs> what? Yeah, holy dude, this Damn. guy just just <laughs> killing it. I love that. Making oh. trades. Wow. I was I was pumped. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Oh, that's um, amazing. Also, Debo Samuel, I think, going forward. Yeah. Especially it's... for all those Brandon Ayuk fans out there. Sorry. But um, Debo looks great, and I'm pumped about that because two years ago, he looked fantastic. He looked really good. Yeah. And I was so jacked about him last year, and then he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he's a good target. And somebody else you could probably get cheap right now that I think is going to be good. Don't have any um, real... Uh, evidence for yet, but uh, um, good. Will Fuller. Nice. Yeah, he's finally back at practice this week. Oh, he was. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I was. I was mentioned. I saw that earlier today. Where like, I saw what's his name, Brian Flores, his interview. Where it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he'll come back when he comes back. Yeah, you know, a good coach speak. I mean, it could be personal loss for sure that he's dealing with. Right, right. He wasn't gonna like rush anything, Mm -hmm. so it sounded like it probably came out as a worse headline than like it actually was. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that's I'm glad to hear that. And we'll see how it plays out with the rest of the receivers in there because there is a lot of potential in that lineup right now. Um, But I think Will Fuller is a real good receiver out there and should have some good work with Tua. Is Tua okay? Maybe not. He's got I think day to day. Bruised ribs. I saw a headline right before this, but I forgot. Yeah, I think they were saying he might be day to day, but I don't. As long as he's day to day, like that's fine. I don't know who's their backup over there. Dude. Um, Kobe Brissett. Kobe Brissett. Oh, who did bad? So. Yeah, yeah he did but he's well. he's like a backup quarterback. He yeah, can, he can fill in he's, if he's he had needs moments. to. He literally is a backup quarterback. He's just like yeah. <laughs> See, Zach's all about the factual statements. That's yeah. what I love about him. We've talked about some of these guys, but bad weeks this week that we were surprised by. Um, I'll start. Oh, uh, just straight saltiness in our league. Okay. Uh, Dak for me. Yes. Okay. Like I, I started yeah. like yeah. after week one. He would. He looked so good. Yeah. I, I'm not selling. The thing is, you have lost no confidence in Dak because you know he's going to bounce back and have right. mostly QB one. Right. Weeks. It really wasn't that bad of a game. They. I mean, it was. They didn't. 
do well enough. The receivers but, did all right. Yeah, yeah. But, so, I mean, he just had one pick, but um, there was two rushing touchdowns right at the goal line on drives that he led them down. So, like, I know he's going to be good, but, yeah, that was a disappointing week two performance. I 100% yeah. agree with that one. And I'm linking that since you brought up Dak. For me, it was Amari Cooper. Yeah. Um, after that huge 30-point game to put up a three, that was tough and probably, you know, uh, definitely hurt me in my matchup. I don't think I could have done much, but that would be a huge difference maker for you and just put up 10 points, you know. Um, I've got two guys that I kind of want to know how you feel on. A.J. Brown and Clyde Edwards-Elaire. I'm a lot higher on A.J. Brown than I am on Clyde. Okay. I agree. Um, I, I, A.J. Brown has shown that he's the number one in that offense. Um, yeah, they went out and got Julio Jones, but like I think A.J. Brown has shown like I'm probably better than Julio Jones right now. Um, so I think he's going to be totally fine, but Clyde's at offense just doesn't need him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like Everyone always talks about like the circumstances around Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and not actually Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Like, and it, and it, he just hasn't done it yet. And I hope he does. Same. Yeah. Like I really hope he does because like there, he should be good. He's but, fun to watch. Yeah, but but yeah, he's been and that like the fumble in the big moment like that does yeah. not help his stock uh, at all. Like confidence now. just plummets after he's already not getting like one hundred percent of the carries. You right. Williams he's been, coming in. And, he has been getting a lot of the carries. It's just like they. Own, they they haven't given him any receptions. Like he hasn't been getting any targets. That's what he was like known yeah. for. And he, they yeah, they were really calling Brian Westbrook, line. and and yeah. they don't bring him in for the goal line. So it's like it, I think with him you got low floor now, but high ceiling. Like he could have those games where he pops off, but you don't feel confident all the time unless you see a couple games in a row where he's crushing it, you know. And and they start giving him goal line carries, but like you could see these four point games where they just don't use him because Mahomes is too good. Yeah, I mean some people. Thought Clyde was going to be a top five breakout player in fantasy. Oh, for sure. Oh, like, yeah. No, I I heard that. Heard yeah. that too. And, 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 and especially last year, like coming off. Like, yeah, he was a first round pick. His yeah, rookie year. Pick. I mean, oh. in fantasy, I mean, people were going as high as like six, seven for him. Like, he was like mm-hmm. top five re- like yeah. startup dynasty crazy setup. Yeah, you know, and he's still young, but. I, the big thing you'd have to see is him start being used in the passing game. I mean, I could see random games yeah, where he blows up in the passing game, but it's yeah. like it seems very inconsistent. God, that's that's why I remember him coming out of offense or coming out of college and saying like, "This is what this guy does, like mm-hmm. specialist at catching the ball." He was a great pass catcher, yeah. and they just never use him as right. well. It's crazy, <laughs> right? Not d- far enough downfield for Patty. Yeah. He's got to make the flashy throws again. It's Patrick. Patrick. Sorry, I didn't mean to hurt the name. I'm sorry, uh, Maybe he's not listening to this podcast too. Name. <laughs> cool. But yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Gibson didn't have a good week. No, yeah. he, I mean he he's yeah, got he, great yards per carry. Yeah, he, he just doesn't have a touchdown he, yet. Yeah, he had a weird week where JD got that um, touchdown rush because it, two it's minute a two drill. minute drill. Right? Yeah, yeah, but no, I think I think he's gonna be okay. Oh, that, that's someone that I would try to buy. Buy low on if sure. I could. I don't yeah. think I could. But yeah, I think what we could be seeing is the hoped gain in passing volume that everyone was hoping for. Could you know it could be a little bit more, but not as much as we were hoping sure. to make it like a CMC. You know, or you know a top five like top. Mm-hmm. You know, with that with that receiving floor, but he'll still get it his in certain games. But I think there's going to be some games where you see McKissick do what. What did he do? Five for eighty three. Something like that. That's yeah. insane, dude. For a running back. Yeah. Insane. Easy money. Um, speaking of how all these players performed, uh, 
I don't know if you remember, Garrett, but I played you in fantasy this week. I remember, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I like where this is going. And um, I think I scored 119 and you had 113. Yeah, and so, it's done. So yeah. <laughs> I lost. Yeah. That was that was a pretty good feeling for me. Yeah, I uh, I feel like I should have won. Dak like, just super let me down. Absolutely. I felt like that was a strong start. Would have not seen that coming at all. Damn. I mean, I think he was. I think he was in the bottom five starting quarterbacks. Oofta. That like started and finished the game. Yeah. Like pr- pretty pretty rough game in terms of just fantasy stats for Dak, but. Yeah, and your the rest of your team all played to projection or better. Yeah, um, I had Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Daryl Henderson all played well. Started Mike Williams. That was a no, big start. There, that's T- a great start. T Higgins mm-hmm. came in and caught that touchdown after an injury. I'm like, ooh. Team was wrapping up good, but uh, no, I mean, Dak just let me down. Yeah, thankfully, I, I had Patrick Mahomes, Tyler Lockett, and Rob Gronkowski to, to carry the rest of my underperforming team. I got negative points from my defense. <laughs> if Dylan's oh first here, I'm going to punch something. Oh, boy. Bring him watch out. <laughs> also, you guys got to be glad that Keaton isn't here after that Dak... Uh... That game, he got oh, I don't know. He said a lot of really nice things about Dak. I think, he, I think he's a big fan now. Yeah, Dak Prescott fan. And he was actually kind of shitting on Jalen Hurts a little bit, Talk, talking about like how he wasn't a gamer and stuff. Oh yeah, he actually said he was a slacker. Yeah, I remember hearing that correctly. No, he looked, he looked, he looked good again. Yeah, I mean, he even threw a touchdown and got twenty-two points. Right? Yeah, fantasy wise, looking really good. Yep, and also in real life, yeah. I think he's so-so in real life. And just yeah. the team is not right. all that talented around right. him. Are they 2-0, though? Or what's their record? No. 1-1? One one? Are they 1-1. One one. They, yeah, they yeah. beat the uh, Lions week one, yeah. and then they Four lost. 49ers beat the Lions week one. Sorry. Well, they beat a team by a <laughs> lot we week one. A team. Atlanta. There we go. They yeah. destroyed Get in Atlanta. there. Oh, fumble! Ooh. Down. He was down. Hold. Give it to him God. again. Give uh, it to him again, baby. Let's go. Dylan Sorry, uh, <laughs> Dylan Aaron, Aaron Jones made it to the one yard line here at the second, second quarter, and I'm. <laughs> I can't contain it. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah, that, that just reminds me of last year oh. when we had the during COVID we had the treadmill in your house. And we used to watch like football like on Sundays like before, and I'm like running on the treadmill. And who was it? Let <laughs> Fournette in the playoffs. <laughs> every like every time they get down all the way to the end of the field, I'm like, let him for that And then like he comes in and scores a touchdown. Yeah, and then like throws three right at the yeah. goal and miss it. <laughs> Yeah, he ran like the one and a half yard line and he just could like This is like fantasy championship. I'm letting Fournette have like two straight weeks of 20 points for me in my starting lineup. Some both weeks him at Braden's. Let him Fournette time. It was always some crazy scenario that somehow he just got the touchdown. Like it was like, it didn't even look good. And he just like, he like walked and someone fell in front of him so and he just like flew forward. Like, it was like, what's going on here? That was so funny. Um, Brayden, you look like you're dropping to one and one in the big fantasy league. Ooh, see you I hate to see it. Uh, yeah. What I hate to see even more is your team name is <laughs> the guy who quit the league's name from last year. Hasn't funny. changed it. It is his his son's college fund. That's the name of his his team. <laughs> Camden's Camden's College Fund. Yeah. Shout out so, to Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. Um, Braden will be donating all of his winnings this year to Camden. <laughs> it's college fund. Yeah. It's 
specifically his college funds. That's funny, I like that. <laughs> Honestly, it felt like a good cause that I just yeah. had to continue to support, and uh, I gotta be honest with you guys, I've sat in front of that lineup and tried to come up with some creative name, and I've given up every time. There's been multiple times, and I just haven't been, like, I've just been like, ah, and then I stop, and I'm... I'm gonna not fail you guys anymore. I'm gonna come up with something. I don't something. know. Listen, it's not like you just have that much pressure. The team names are not that crazy. No, Brandon, just, just call me. I mean, my team name is Jalen's Butthurts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> strong name. I got you. That's a great name. <laughs> I knew that one. Oh my god! I didn't know that either. That's great. I thought that was Keaton's team name. Too. I did it like I literally finished the draft and I typed it in immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're doing it. Keaton drops to zero and two in our league. Yeah, sorry, I'm on last week. <laughs> he, was optim- that... he was optimistic about his team. No, actually, no. He said he was punting. No, that was dynasty. That was dynasty. He was giving up. He thought he had a, a good, good uh, team in our league. He's a big Saquon believer. He is. Saquon is. He, he did not coming up a little him. short. Uh, to be fair, Saquon. Be fair. Saquon isn't isn't even close to like back back yet. Though. I agree. Sure. I don't know if he'll ever be back back because he only had one elite year in his career, and it was his rookie year. And I'm defending him because he's on one of my teams, but <laughs> <laughs> I need to put a bias out there. I. I mean, we should see his work increase at least. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, that maybe sure. that yeah. provides fruit, and maybe it doesn't. But we aren't there yet, so I don't want to, you know, call him a bust yet. They also no, came. No, they also he's came in, bounce back. Yeah, they also he's came into back. the year saying like, "Oh, he might miss three weeks." By the time we drafted, we were unaware that he would play week one. So yeah. I was even kind of surprised to see him out there. Yeah. First yeah. of all, and two, like actually. Getting half the carries. No, so yeah. like, and they've been watching two yards per carry isn't great. No, it's like, not. <laughs> they've been watching his workload, and they've been um, just you know he's trying to get back in a rhythm. But it'll be better. But it still just sucks being on a sh- shitty offense. Even though Daniel Jones ran for like ninety yards out of nowhere. What the heck? I have this written down. Even the, even the goat is, is, is he the next fantasy? Yeah, specifically Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh wow, he could be. Maybe the guy can. The guy is a. He's a good running quarterback. He's a big guy. They both have basic names. And they're they're yeah. I mean, (laughs) his big problem. They both like quarterback (laughs) in New York. (laughs) (laughs) His big problem is just all the fumbles and all the random, you know, just like boneheaded turnovers he does. And going to Duke that sucks too. Yeah, a Duke quarterback. Yeah, give but, it to uh, him. I, I, I agree. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Aaron Jones touchdown. <laughs> Guys, this is the first half. Receiving. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Aaron. Wow. No, we are not with you, Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> this I is hope, a Viking listen, podcast. The Lions. Luke. The Lions are still winning right now. <laughs> Let me just say that. Okay. I'm just here so that that random fan wins his. 16 team parlay with Detroit yes. winning on the money line. I can't tonight. believe we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, $750,000 if Detroit wins. He's 15 and 0 on his picks <laughs> on the money line this week. Yeah. What? And if he wins this game and he picks the Lions, he'll win $750,000. Dude, well, I was rooting for the Lions anyway, but let's go. Yeah, right. Come yeah. On. And even better was this was a free bet for he got for like joining a site. <laughs> so like he is only you didn't bet any real money on this. Yeah, so like just a random bet money line, and you get it all right. In case it wasn't already obvious, we do have the Thursday night football game pumping on the projector back here, <laughs> and we <laughs> we've. Uh, I'm not on my phone behind the desk here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hope, uh, man, that'd be so sick. The Lions. 
This one's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. Uh, we got a few good games next week. Yeah. Um, so quickly touch on those. Thursday is uh, Carolina Houston. Probably not anything we need to talk about too much. Carolina looks pretty good. great. Yeah, so I would expect most of their weapons to continue to play great. I agree. What do we think about uh, Robbie? I, I think that he is the number th- two, for sure number two, maybe number three on the offense. But what do you think about for him like going forward? Because I think that's I think that he's the probably yeah third or fourth receiving target. He had like tons of McCaffrey. volume last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did. And Christian McCaffrey has just eaten nearly all of it. Yeah. I, yeah. I also I think it's also going from I think they're just different quarterbacks though too. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, t- Donald t- has a good relationship with Robbie. He does, but like he, Robbie never did anything there, but they were under Gase. And so, so like, I, 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 it's tough to know for yeah. sure. And the owners also have a good relationship with Robbie because they just paid him. So yeah, I mean, he got paid his money yeah. right before the season. <laughs> I, he did. So did Tyler Lockett. Yeah. I think what we're Tyler seeing Lockett. is... Tyler Lockett, baby. <laughs> so I think what we're seeing is a change in roles. It's weird because like last year, Robbie was like that underneath X guy that was doing all these slot picks. I feel like McCaffrey and now you know DJ Moore kind of doing that. It seems like Robbie's like a deep threat. DJ Again, Moore like back in New York, you know, like I don't know, but it seems DJ like Moore's a nice. Role. DJ Moore is really nice. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. Which means Terrace Marshall isn't going to be that nice this year because there's three guys ahead of him on the depth chart. Yeah, not not this yeah. year. Yeah, I was I just so jacked years. about Robbie Anderson because yeah, he had this like possession receiver role last year, and I was yeah. like, dang. And now he's just back to Jets, Robbie Anderson. Good for yeah. two receptions for 80 yards and a touchdown yeah. on his best yeah. week. Yeah. Right. Great wide receiver. It's just there's so many good weapons. But I'm, I'm excited for Dan, Sam Darnold. Like, I'm glad he's having like a bounce back. I yeah, I think Robbie's going to be flexible in his positive matchups the rest of the year. Okay. I agree. Okay. And this is probably one of them. But don't put him in your flex. Start him as your wide receiver, too. Because so no. it's Thursday night football. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, other good matchups. Uh, Chargers at Chiefs. Ooh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, division rival there. Um, the Chargers' defense has looked surprisingly good. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, they've shut out two fairly decent offenses to very low points. Yeah. Um, so. They're going to come out wanting to prove something, too. They are. I mean, they're, all, they're one in one right now. I yeah, think, but the right? Chiefs are coming off a loss. The Chiefs are coming off a loss. That they shouldn't have lost. And it's, yeah. it's patty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's tough. If you're ever going to pick against the Chiefs, don't. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's a fair. Tom Brady. That's my rule of life. I'm, I'm more trying to talk up the matchup. Sure. The matchup's gonna should be fantasy yeah. relevant. Should be fantasy relevant. Should cool. be should be a good game. I think it'll be a good game. How do you guys feel about Herbert right now? Because he seems to you know he's been putting up like pretty pedestrian like 14, 15 point games. He was really efficient week yes. one and kind of got screwed over with a terrible fumble review call. Um, but yeah, week two, I feel like. You would have expected to see more from him, and I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think anyone's lost total faith in him, but it'd be nice to see some higher fantasy relevance from him. Yeah, we'll see. Um, also, would you guys, if you guys had like a pretty decent wide receiver on your bench, would you, would you guys, you know, if, let's say you got Clyde in your flex potentially, like, are you guys starting? Would you guys start Clyde next week? Or are you in half point? Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't start Clyde. Probably, probably not. Okay, I was just trying to figure out because like, I have Clyde in my team. I was like, yeah, this, isn't <laughs> from, this isn't coming from home, is it? Right. No, no, I'm just kidding. But he, I was just curious. Our yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's lost. You kind of have to do see him pick it up again before you want to throw him in your lineup when you can throw like a pretty decent wide receiver in right. instead of him. You yeah, know, if, in flex. if it's a standard two running back, two wide receiver, and a flex, it's, you're probably going to start a third wide receiver instead of Clyde this yeah. week. Yeah, 
I I'm agree. I'm going to start Calvin Ridley in my flex next week. Wow. That's <laughs> big, big flex over there. Who's <laughs> <laughs> getting cocky? He's seen like three Aaron Jones touchdowns over here. He's feeling good. Oh, about, uh, <laughs> Two and a half Millers in, maybe. We're doing it. <laughs> Bucks Rams. That's another big that, one. That's, that's a fun game. That might be can't. that might be the most fun game of the week. It, it, it should be, but also you can't bet against Tom Brady. You don't bet against Tom Brady. Flawless this year. Yes. He is uh he's very good. <laughs> I feel um, like he's going for that Peyton Manning type season. I was telling Garrett this this weekend, but I feel like he's he might even just say screw it, screw rushing touchdowns and just go for the pass in every red zone. Like, I feel like he's trying to set a single season mark, like I don't know. I think that's like it's like I've already won enough Super Bowl, so now I got to try to get as many touchdowns as possible. But and we'll see against a really good defense this week compared to you know Atlanta and those other other. Uh, I forgot who they Dallas. Play, Dallas, which is a little more open. But. Also, like the beginning of last year or the first half of last year, like there were games where Tom Brady wasn't looking like Tom Brady all the time. Like he wasn't throwing the ball quite the same way, and like there's been no sign of that this season. I feel like their confidence is an all time high. They know who their weapons are. Everybody's down, like... More elite. Yeah. And, elite and, weapons. And, uh, yeah, I mean, TB12 is just continuing to prove that he's the GOAT, I guess. The Rams' offense look good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they're going to... It's it's the first home game for the Rams? Or do they play home this week? I think they play home this week. Home this week. Um, but they're in their new stadium. Uh, I think, and that's a big game. Um, so that that'll be that'll be exciting. I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Me too, man. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I, I I don't know that he's done anything that I'm like 100. Well, I'm just sold happy on he's not in Detroit anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I'm kind of like so so on Matt Stafford as a quarterback. So okay. I'm just like I don't think he had weapons there, and they had good offenses there. So he might actually just. Put up good really numbers good and have a good defense and win. Yeah, I uh, but I, I don't think that he's like top top tier. I didn't oh s- no, yeah. I didn't say I love him. For, I'm just right. happy for him. Yeah, 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 sure, happy for him. He's gonna do all the right things for them to, for them to win. It's, it, it might be that he, it's not on his all on his shoulders. Anymore. Oh, I agree. And I think I mean yeah. I think I could see them as Super Bowl contenders at this point, especially Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's not gonna have those those. Uh, you know, brain fart moments that Jared Goff was prone to, you know, and, and I feel That's like they can open up the playbook a little more with Stafford. And did you see those bombs in week one? To He just saw 250-plus yard bombs on a dime. It was broken coverage, but, like, I don't, I don't know if Goff would have nailed those. For sure. Yeah, the uh, last couple of fantasy-relevant games that we haven't talked about, maybe the Packers, Niners, and Eagles That's, at Cowboys. Yeah, Sunday night and Monday night. Right. So those should be two good primetime games. Are you oh, expecting yes. any big fantasy performances from the standard Packers, maybe just Debo on the Niners, who from the Eagles, who from the Cowboys, any any fantasy relevance? Our Cowboys defense is, is trash, so I expect lots of more. I, lo- I expect more money from Aaron Jones. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, those are fun games. Though I like those a lot. Yeah, I think yeah. that the uh, the Eagles and Cowboys game is going to be quite high scoring. Sure. Um, I think that Cowboys playing at home are going to bounce back. Um, obviously, they won, but the offense was slowed down okay. by a tough Chargers D. Eagles are playing the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. Recant. <laughs> Recant. I didn't want to call you out. <laughs> I'm calling myself out. <laughs> We go by the um, honor system on this podcast. Yeah. I, th- I think the Eagles players will all play well. Also, um, I, th- I think Jalen Hurts will have a big game. Um, Jalen Gore again, possibly. He could. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's getting some looks. It's, it's, that's shocking. good to see as well. Um, yeah. 
I mean, he's no JJ, but uh, it helps strengthen that how strong that class of wide receivers is for sure. And then Devonta Freeman's right or Devonta Smith, Smith is there as well. I bet he has another good game. Yeah. Um, oh, I would say. Yeah. Oh, um, I saw that Zach Ertz is on the COVID list, so if he's out, Dallas Goddard could I could have a really good game. Some good insight true. right there. Yeah, but we don't know. I mean, nice he could, get, he could get cleared too, but for sure. if he doesn't, for sure start Dallas Goddard. Yeah, great. Well, I think that we covered everything that we uh, we planned to talk about. So, um, thanks again, Luke, for joining yeah, us. Luke, my man. I'm just, I'm just here, guys. <laughs> you are always welcome. Hey. Yeah, okay, we'll see. It's fun to you have. might have a bigger podcast yeah. to go to. <laughs> I'm actually texting Eli right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make our own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, that was great. <laughs> really like Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh well yeah thanks and uh we'll talk again next week go lions see you buddy go likes uh later dudes